From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. You might have heard about this Bronx fight led to a fall. Boy, did it ever. A dramatic video captured the moment a woman fell from a Bronx fire escape while tussling with a man through a window. A part of a wild incident that led the man to allegedly kill another person. It's quite a story. So I'm going to bring in a crime expert and um, mother, Talia Reese. Hey, Talia, how you doing? <laughs> Crime expert and mother, one and the same. I'm good. Yeah, How are I'm all you? right. You know, I I went down to Washington Square Park a little while ago. Beautiful day, and it was towards the end of the day, and, and so it was nice and cool. And people are down there. They're outside. Uh, the mask is masks are still about three quarters of the people in masks, but you know they had. Uh, you know, musicians and dancing and all that shit that you haven't seen in New York for so long. And it almost, almost made me want to stay here. Oh, wow. Well, that's reassuring. Yeah. But, you know, then I look uh, yesterday and, and you know, Cuomo has uh, now said that if you go into a commercial building, they can take your temperature. You can't uh, do anything about that. Yeah. So that, I, nobody seems to find that as invasive as I do. Well, how, well, it depends. How do they take your temperature? <laughs> you know, I, I my first thought, of course, was uh, that you know they, they must have some kind of a new thing that they just like can can point a ray uh, like a, a light on you and know what your temperature is or something. I mean, it must yeah. be something like that, right? That, I mean, that they must. If the technology has not gotten past, like they're going to be putting a thermometer in your mouth, you know, or so, or wherever you want it, then... I think they do... Are they doing a cranium scan? That's the least invasive... This is, this uh, is why I talk to people like you, you know, because I don't know anything about cranium scans. That That's a way of... Uh, there's a cranium scan. I'm, this is how behind I am. Yeah. Do you have a cranium scanner in your home for your kids? No, I don't. I should. I, that's what they use... I mean, it's one of the things they've used in the doctor's office. It's like, it looks like an ear, oh, uh, in, uh, what do you call it? Like the thing they check your ear with, with the light, oh. except they like do it across your forehead. All right. And then, and then they could tell, but they say it's not the most effective, the, the most effective way. Some things never change. Anal and oral are the most effective ways for a lot of things, but to get your temperature. <laughs> and then there's the armpit way, which is like. Not that great, but um, but my guess is an ear thermometer. Talk about it. You can't just stick something in people's ears when they walk in a commercial building. That would be a violation of a civil liberty, I would have No, think. mouth and ass, though, that is okay. <laughs> no, assuming that's not okay, ear is not okay either. I, I mean, if they're doing a, a cranium scan, um, you know, you're not going to have a – an 80-year-old grandma with standing next to the security guard feeling people with her magic hand. <laughs> That's what they need, a grandmother. <laughs> and uh, let them let them be in direct contact with a lot of potentially infected people. <laughs> right, which will sacrifice the life of, of one lady. Yeah, but she'll save save the lives of so many. I'm sorry, I, I, don't, I can't imagine that any of this will save a single life, prevent a single case. None of it will do a thing. We had zero deaths day before yesterday. Uh, right. the, the curve yeah. could not be flatter. It has nothing to do with the virus anymore. Now it's about, let's see how far we can creep into people's businesses and personal lives and get away with it. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I mean, you know that, uh, the, well, I, I've been on a rant about this, so I, I want to go back to the story. Uh, the cops <laughs> had initially said Erica, uh, Erica Morell, 35, fell from the third floor uh, fire escape. 
This was at a Marriott Avenue building, uh, Fordham Manor. It was in the middle of the day. Police and law enforcement sources, they saw what actually happened, uh, this plunge. Morell feuding with another woman over money and drugs. She went to the apartment of that woman's boyfriend, that's Dwayne Murray, 29, uh, to confront her there. She wouldn't let her in. So she climbed up the fire escape right up front in front of the building. Oh, wow. I climbed up and she had a knife, you know. So she climbed up the fire escape with a knife, Uh, you know, because there's money and drugs involved. You know, you're going to come with a weapon, I guess. Uh, (laughs) Of course. And she's uh, banging on the window. She broke it. And then Dwayne came to the window. She backed away uh, when he came to the window and lost her footing and uh and fell there from the third floor oh. yeah so she's banging on the sidewalk uh now instead of the window oh. she didn't cause the sidewalk to break uh but uh it it is uh it, you know this video i guess i'll probably put it up on the website because it's pretty interesting pretty i mean you don't get to see somebody fall from that distance too often sometimes you see people jump off these really tall buildings but that's an interesting height because you know you can die falling down in your tub you know, or yeah. anywhere, and or you can die, uh, and just you hit your head on a rock or what, you know, or as we saw this guy in in Buffalo, my God, blood coming from his ear, uh, uh. which that's not real, I don't think. But point being, three floors. What's uh, your medical expertise here? You know, what do you what do you think that does to a person? I'm dying to see that video. Um, that's wow, gosh, everything's caught on on video these Isn't days. Isn't it great? It's, it is pretty pretty great. Um, well, hey, George Floyd, say no more. Uh. <laughs> but, jeez. Uh, yeah, Look, I mean, what? how many stories? Three stories and then smack onto concrete? Yeah, on the sidewalk. Oof, I got to see that video. Yeah. I, it, it's, it's really weird. Like, it, it's funny. I feel like seeing something like that would be like just watching a movie where I wouldn't really feel like I wouldn't lose sleep over it. I wouldn't feel the empathy. Whereas when you watch a video of somebody stepping on someone's neck for eight minutes, that is like so disturbed, like something that I guess this woman, it happens so fast. You don't have the emotional investment in her character. (laughs) Well, it's like, exactly. Well, the woman, the the guy who played George Floyd, I think did an amazing (laughs) job. Like, we really got invested in his character. I really did. I was so invested, you know, because you have the guy narrating, too, and he's like, yo, bro, his nose is bleeding. When are you going to get your foot off his neck? Like, there's a guy narrating, like, everything that's happening the whole time. So you get so invested. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whereas like this woman falling in the Bronx, like unless somebody videotaped all the drama of her, you know, having to see these people and get justice regarding the drug and the uh, money. And justice. <laughs> you have to have the word yeah. justice in there. Uh, I, <laughs> I cannot wait to see the Erica Morell 35 story. I said her justice, not not justice, you know, implicit. Her justice. No, I know what you meant, but I mean, just to go going to get justice, to get the money and to get it, to make it right. For all we know, she was wrong. Maybe her scales are wrong, you know, maybe maybe <laughs> they scale. agreed on a different price, you know, maybe, maybe yeah, we don't know. I mean, like, she is the one who climbed up the fire escape with a knife. I don't, just because she fell, I don't know if we can assume she was right about the drugs. 
Yeah. But, yeah. You know, like, and, and the same thing is true with George Floyd, you know, like, like we, he was saying that he couldn't breathe before he was in the car. Did you know that? He was saying, I can't breathe before when he was standing, when they were getting him into the car. He's like, I can't go in there. Claustrophobic, didn't want to be in the car. You know, they they, they oh, put him. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know well, that. Yeah, this is according to a New York Times video that I came across, and and they explained that that he was already he started saying I can't breathe. You know, like way before there was anything, any any issue. You know, with his before somebody was on his neck at all, and oh, you wow. know, and and the thing is, like the facts, you know, are funny things because they they're really important in in determining like what actually physically happened or whatever. He wasn't asphyxiated, yeah. he wasn't suffocated, he wasn't deprived of oxygen, he was on fentanyl, he was on he did have morphine in his system, he did have THC, he did have meth, yeah. all those things in his system. And you know, fentanyl is is is, is a is, is a drug, you know, that will slow down your breathing. It makes breathing difficult. You can get something called a a, a chest rigidity, you know, that, that sets in and, and there's just a, all okay. kinds of medical problems that a guy had two kinds of heart disease and COVID for Christ's yeah. sake. Yeah, for Christ's sake. I know it was like, geez, this guy is a, a walking Petri dish. <laughs> if the, and if they hadn't, but, and if this wasn't on video and if this didn't become the civil rights, you know, moment of this era, then he probably would have been listed as a COVID death. Uh, wow, that's a, th- that is that's a good point. You're right. He probably would have been. But um, the only thing I'll say when I think of you know civil law, which is a background that I came from, you know, you know um, the um, the epithet, well, the the law really. You, you take your plaintiff as you find him. The eggshell skull theory. Um, like in other words, the the guy had you know all the health problems that he had. And you were unlucky enough to be the one that killed him, even though a, a normal, healthy person wouldn't have died that way, for example. But you still have the culpability and the full extent of liability for this man's death under the law, because under our, you know, the way it is, um, I think in all fifty states, is you you take your plaintiff as you find him. This this isn't criminal law, but that's that's in civil law. Well, why wouldn't this apply in criminal law? I wonder. I, I don't know because it's completely I, I really, yeah. unfair. <laughs> you know, maybe. Look, I mean, and and also your burden of proof is much lower in civil court as well. So you have a lower you have right. a lower burden of proof, and then you also have this ex- evidence versus beyond a reasonable doubt. Yes, exactly. Preponderance of evidence versus reasonable doubt, and then in well, and, and then you know, like and when they started, do you remember when they did the rape stuff? You know, in colleges, you know, the guidance letter, dear colleague. The, the burden of proof went from it was an even lighter one, you know. So, I mean, like you go, there's all sorts of burdens of proof. So in criminal law, it was what it was beyond a reasonable doubt. Civil law is preponderance of evidence. And then right. uh, and then the standard uh, in the colleges then became well, he really looks guilty. You mean as far as throwing someone out of, of, yeah. of a school? Yeah, to be found guilty of the uh, of in a campus court of having done what they said that you did, rape, sexual assault, whatever. You just had to look like you did it. Uh, yeah, I that mean... Was the, that was the actual much. standard. Anyway, okay. Well, well, private institutions could really just do what they want. Yeah, well, they can't, actually, because if they didn't do what the... what You know, the, the, if they didn't take the guidance... Then they they were going to lose their federal funding. 
actually right. It depends on the size of the school. I should yeah, say. I mean, like what schools? What schools are going to say uh, we we care about you know uh, student potential rapists so much that uh, we or, or people's rights for that matter? You know that uh, we're going to turn down federal funding. Right, right. I guess they need that money to pay their teachers. But this 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 uh, this woman here, Erica Morell, uh, you know, she uh, wanted her drugs or her money or whatever, so she climbed up. And and really, that's you, you have to admire the initiative, you know, because it, and really, all things considered, I'm sure they wish they would have opened the door at this point, because uh, you know Murray was treated at the scene. Uh, excuse me, uh, uh, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, Morell, right? Scrapping with him. Mm-hmm. So Murray apparently was injured too, uh, treated at the scene for injuries from the broken window. It wasn't the worst uh, thing that happened to him that day. People started okay. threatening him and accusing him of pushing her out the window. So one of the people uh, oh. uh, allegedly hassling this guy was a uh, 37 year old Curtis Nicholas, who is somehow, he's probably the oldest member of the Gorilla Stone Gang which is a subset of the Bloods. And, uh, you know, they're always uh, guys, I guess, who, who, who manage to survive. But, I mean, 37, man, that is like, uh, that, that's old for a gang member, ain't it? <laughs> I would think so. And 35 is old for a woman to be that bold to climb a, a fire escape with a knife. Yeah, 35. You think you'd, you would have uh, left that kind of behavior, you know, behind. Uh, yeah, you think your frontal lobe is fully developed at that point. Well, uh, so uh, he turned up uh, seven hours later, uh, uh, this guy, Nicholas, uh, who, uh, you know, he, he had been stabbed to death. You know, so basically uh, this guy who went gay, he, he gave this guy shit, Murray, who was inside, got cut by the window and everything. By the way, this is just the, the girl's brother. You know, she had a, a beef with the sister, and so people started okay. hassling him about pushing her out the window. He's like, man, I didn't push her out the window. She backed away and fell. You can see that in the video. Okay, you can see yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't even inside. You can't push somebody out of a window that, uh, that when they're not in, right? I mean, even if you push somebody yeah. off the building... They're coming at you with a fucking knife. I mean, give me a fucking break. And what are you supposed to do? Let somebody like that in? I imagine that's why they didn't let her in to begin with. That she was like, "Hey, I'm I'm super pissed off. I'm I'm emotional. I'm irrational, and uh, I've got something for you here." I I you know, but you can't call the cops, right? Because well, you know, like, like this lady we sold uh, the wrong amount of drugs to, or bad drugs, you know, whatever it was she was mad about. Yeah, that they gotta take that matter into their own hands. Yes, that's 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 why we need to uh, abolish the police force and uh, <laughs> and get some private people involved. But look, okay, so she fell. This guy came around. He gave him some shit. And so there's a video also that shows this guy, uh, you know, Nicholas. He's a parolee with 22 arrests on his record for everything from robbery to assault. This is a guy that we don't miss. I guess is what they're trying to get across. You know, he finally got his, <laughs> he must have a little bit of hubris, you know, maybe in, in coming after this guy because uh, just because he survived this long, he figures he's, uh, you know, he's unkillable. Wow. Uh, argues with him in front of the building. And in the footage, Murray uh, enters the building and returns with a knife and chases the victim and assaults him. And the cops who have been there earlier for the woman over the window, 
they had come back. And when they saw the video, they knew who it was. Like, oh, wait, that's the guy we fucking talked to. Same. That's that's like, you know, talk about about movies and the uh, and the and the Erica story. Uh, when the when the cops return, it's the same guys. That's always a funny thing in a movie. Um, like, like you say, you have some shit that happens, and these two cops show up at the door, you know, and then the next time the cops show up, you open the door, it's the same two guys going, oh. oh yeah, 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 that is. That was, that was a nice, yeah, nice plot twist. Yeah, so uh, that's that's it. So he's charged with murder now, manslaughter, and criminal possession of a weapon in Nicholas's death, and uh, they haven't decided whether to charge him with anything in, in Morell's fall. I can't, I can't imagine that they, that they can charge him in this fall. I, it doesn't I mean if they have it on on video I don't see I don't see how unless you could block the video somehow right oh I, is that and that's what lawyers will do shit like that knowing that it's a, yeah. uh, you know potentially exculpatory right and say no we can't admit oh my that God, totally totally oh. that's why the law is something you you know it's 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 the best thing we have but you really can't trust it well I mean that I mean that really is unfortunate I mean why you need a good lawyer. I mean, you need somebody who can work the system in your favor. I mean, OJ, hello. Yeah, it's true. You need somebody who is so good uh, at, at being, you know, duplicitous and shitty that, that they win, you know, the dirtiest lawyers will win. And, and, you know, nowadays too, you don't even have to get the law involved with certain things because you can get people punished just by promoting something that they did and therefore just it really doesn't have to be something they did it's just something that you say they did and if you get a certain number of people agreeing with you next thing you know this person is really encountering a lot of problems uh, i don't know if you're familiar with this amy cooper situation in oh yeah yeah oh gosh yeah oh i'd love to talk about yeah that. I, I'll, I'll you know let's 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 have, let's let you talk about that what do you think about this now just to, to recap she was walking her dog and a guy was bird watching and he was annoyed by the dog the dog was off the leash he, he wanted the, the, the dog to be on a leash and uh then the situation progressed from there next thing you know she's lost her job and uh, they also took away her dog, which I heard she has now gotten. <laughs> she got it. They took away. She's gotten it back, though. Yeah, they took her dog away, but she's gotten it back now. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, so what do you think? Well, see, I've never been a dog owner, first of all. H- have you, Pat? Yeah, I've had dogs, yeah. I mean, when, I, when, I, was, when I was married uh, the first time, we had, over the course of five years, we had ten different dogs. I, I wasn't into it, though. Okay, but so you'll understand dogs better than that because this was explained to me. So the dog runs have been closed in Central yeah, Park, they right? Have. So, so she took her dog to this area, the Ramble. Um, what, the Ramble, okay. Where I and and apparently, if people are, are letting their dogs, they, they got to run around a little bit. They're like kids; like they need a place where they can sort of be free. The dogs, and I mean, my understanding is. Um, if she was letting her dog sort of run free in there for a couple of minutes, then she knew that that dog could do it. Like that was like a really well-trained dog or something. Like in other words, yes, it should have a lease. Yes. Yes. She was probably going to leash him. And, um, and there's a guy, he, he's got treats for dogs. Um, yeah, that's, that, that's that, something that not every, that, that is something that is not brought out in every version of the story. And it's an important thing, I think. 
Like, why does he have those treats? Is he like waiting for people like that? According you know? to him, that's exactly what he's doing. He said for, uh, you know, when his words on his Facebook post where he mentioned the treats, which he said he brings for just such intransigences, intransigences. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. He put it that uh, yeah, way. Yeah. So, so that's the thing. I, I get it. He's in the right total, like technically, I mean, he's on the right side, but He's super annoying, right? Because that's just like an annoying guy thing to do. White or black, you know, you're gonna you're that guy who the second you see someone with a dog without a leash, even if it's not hurting anyone or they're only there for a minute or she's about to leash it, you're the guy that's gonna be like, Oh, you gotta leash your dog, yeah, do it right now, do it right now while I'm watching. You know, it's Yeah. Well, you know, here's here's the mistake you're making in two thousand twenty though, is that uh, if you judge white people and black people by the same standards, that's racist. Um, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm being a little bit facetious, but, you know, yeah. it, it, it basically comes to that, you know, because they think that this woman, by calling the police, was doing some sort of a... a as if you call 911, they send a death squad and just kill any black person on site. Right. I, I don't think she was being racist by, first of all, when she got super annoyed at this guy. And then B, when she's like, if you don't leave me alone, I'm going to call the cops. This is still not racist. But then once she was on the phone and, and said, oh, there's a black man bothering me. Now you you pulled the race well, you thing. Say, you, know, now- you know, this is where I disagree because like that was intended as a description. She she referred to him as an African-American man who uh, yeah, which is exactly right. how the you know, if, if if the police were looking for somebody, that's the description they would want. If she hadn't have said that, then they would have said, you know, well, what's the race of your of the guy? So, you know, it was just a matter of time. So she but look, uh, here's another thing that gets misreported a lot is that they don't really include what he said just before she called the police and and you know when he uh had told her like i want the dog to be on the leash she said you know i can't let him run she and he he directed her to some other place where she could go and she said it's too dangerous there you know which there are parts of the park that are dangerous as we saw with uh, the tessa majors who was stabbed to death uh in morningside park uh you know, I mean, like, it's funny how quickly we forget about that, isn't it? You know, and when this whole, I mean, that, that was in December and or, or, or so. And, and people have already forgotten that, like, yeah, you can go into a park, get stabbed and never walk out. Anyway, she didn't want to go to that part of the park for whatever reason. So and this guy told her, if you keep doing what you want, he, he said, you're doing you're doing whatever you want. So if you're going to do whatever you want that I'm going to do what I want, but you're not going to like it. Yeah. It, it wasn't clear to me just based on that short video that was released. Whether, no, he didn't say that in the video. Know. That was, that was something that he, he actually wrote down that dialogue on his Facebook post, which was reported in the New York post that he said, uh, if you're going to do whatever you want, I'm going to do what I want, but you're not going to like it. I don't know how to interpret that other than as a threat. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Just from watching that video, it's it seemed like he could have been harassing her. Yeah, and so and well. so based on, but but I mean, if don't you think that there's a reason that that goes unreported because the the whole you know narrative of the story that we're all supposed to be behind is that she's the worst person in the world 
it's racist to call the police on people and uh, if, if they're people of color. And that's it. I mean, that's really it. I, I know, but I still, it's like, it, it really bothers me. I, if she hadn't said African-American. But that's a description, what, though. That's story. But, okay. Now, she, here's another, like, slightly different thing that they're not really, they're not bringing this out in every version of the story because I guess they don't feel it's important. I do. She said, I'm going to call 911 and I'm going to tell them that an African-American man is threatening my life. And, and the guy goes, please do. So she calls him. You can hear the right. whole phone call. And she just says uh, is, that there's an African-American man threatening me and my dog. But she doesn't say that, that he's threatening her life the, uh, in, in the phone call. She just threatens that. And then she makes the call. Okay. So what she's, and yeah. I think that she, he was threatening her to a degree if he said, hey, uh, you're not going to like what I'm about to do. And that's when he gave, tried to give the dog a treat. Right. No, he was super annoying. And, you know. But you don't she, find that threatening. If somebody was in the park and said, you know what, if you, you're doing whatever you want. I'm going to do what I want. And you're not going to like it. But you're not going to like it. Would, I mean, threatening the sense that she's actually afraid of this person and what he could do well, to imagine her. Well, imagine that. yourself in the situation, but you're not going to like it. What What do you take that to mean? What do you think that she, you know, where does her mind go? I'm not going to like it. Would, you know, okay. But yeah, I, I don't know. But I don't know that she was afraid. And it certainly wasn't, obviously it was something she was not going to like. Well, I'll also make this point. I don't like this whole business of now she is the personification of the Karen. Have you've heard this white women being called? Oh, you're a Karen. Yeah. If you if you speak up or or, or complain to the manager that you don't like something. And I, I have to say, I, I haven't been comfortable with that. I know that meme was supposed to be so hilarious. And women, I, I mean, I've had it texted to me from different girlfriends who just think it's so funny. And it's like, I don't know. I, I, I see it as sexist, really. I see it as like the opposite of, of lean in, if you will. It's like, who? okay, so some women can be annoying when they when they speak up or, 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 or complain about their kale smoothie. <laughs> but... Um, but guess what? Maybe the kale smoothie doesn't have enough kale in it for $10. Maybe it's all ice. And maybe she has a right to say there should be more kale in here. Right. Um, so I don't like this whole Karen business. I feel like it's a way to, uh, to, to, to turn back <laughs> some of the progress we've had in, in having women speak up for themselves. Yeah, it's a good point. And it's now- a good point. It really is. It, it makes me think of, of what I've heard from women a lot in the workplace. They say if a guy is, is aggressive, then he's a go-getter. And if a woman is aggressive, she's a bitch. Yeah, and now she's a Karen. Yeah, yeah and, and the same <laughs> women will, and the same women who laugh at that Karen stuff will be the same ones that, go, uh, that, that have the previous problem, too. Yeah, yeah. And now, and now this woman, now Karen is a racist as well. Yes. Because of this woman who made a phone call because a, a guy was annoying her, possibly harassing her, possibly scaring her in a park. Possibly threatening um, her, possibly menacing right. her, you know, exactly. it, depending on how and, you interpret it. And look, I, you know, you, when you when you look at somebody, you just meet them, they're a stranger to you. You really don't know anything about them. You know, why should I give anybody the benefit of the doubt when they're a stranger in New York City? I, I certainly wouldn't. I mean, the Ramble is a bit secluded. Uh, they're all now. I do think that, ha, you know, pick up your dog and run 
if you're that afraid, uh, perhaps get yourself out of the situation, which, you know, they clearly both walked away from it. This is a non, it's a non-story is what it is. This is just two people who are both probably, you know, among, among the most annoying people on earth, you know, who, (laughs) who, who ran into each other. I mean, I I think that's, that's, that's my final assessment of it is that to make a big thing out of this just because it's on video, which is exactly what there's, do you find the grand narrative behind all of these things and the way they work together, you know, and, and it's, it's, we, we get into all these, like, you know, really like, uh, we missed the forest for the trees on this, I think, you know, because we get into all the deciding like, well, but well, she did say this. And, and but what we really should be looking at is like, why is it that our behavior uh, is being so scrutinized and people are being, uh, you know, judged on on, you know, this 18 seconds, two minutes of their life more than that. You know, yeah. and, and like and why does it always seem to go in a certain way? Yeah, it's social social currency is the new clout. <laughs> yeah, it, it and, and it, that's that's you know what they're doing in China. Right, yeah. That yeah, that's right. That's right. Um and there was a Black Mirror episode about this too. Oh, so that's the like, only episode of that show I like. <laughs> oh <really>? yeah. <laughs> that one, oh come on, you haven't seen the the video game uh one where the two guys fell in love through their avatars because one was a woman. Oh, God. And they were no, I, I, that's, and they were wondering if they were gay. Th- it's such a dark <laughs> show, isn't it? It's such a dark show. Awesome. You know, the, the, the one it's that a- I hated was the one where they, I think there was a, a guy who had to have sex with a pig or something like that, you know? Uh, I didn't some terrorist, you know, they had him, like, uh, do it on television in, in order to, like, keep a bomb from going off or something. It's just a... just. To to me, I, that 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 was the first episode I saw, it, and I told my wife I never want to see that show again. Don't watch it if I'm around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my husband hates. It that brought show back too. too many memories for me being on the road. I guess, but uh, well, you know what it is. I think it's the same as reality television. It's the same. It's the reason why people watch the Kardashian. You know, they they want to see people being train wrecks in public, or they want to see them oh you see that was the right behavior that was the wrong behavior and it and it validates their own lives and and like every i think a lot of women are just so glad like i've had so many friends be like oh yeah she should lose her job she's a terrible person and i'm thinking like but i could see you doing the same thing yeah you know, like I'm taking the race thing out of it. I know that's the big thing. She said African American. She shouldn't have nah, said African American. That's a description of a person, though. I don't know. I don't know. She. That's what we'll never know. We'll never know. That. I will know that's that. I will know that. But I'll, I'll tell you why. Because I mean, like she did say African American man. Okay, and and what she meant by that, I don't know. But I do know that if you call nine one one and you say somebody is is doing anything, and if they're going to come to you, they will ask the race of the person they always do yes but she didn't wait for them to ask so isn't so, so isn't that just you know that that's it, you know i suppose like i said i don't know her reason for doing that but i know that that's normally information that's that's conveyed in that kind of a call so i see your point she did offer it as if to say like he's automatically more dangerous for that reason or you know something like that as if like oh you know one of these african americans is fucking bothering me again you probably get this all the time right 911 uh you know whatever she was whatever she meant by that you know it, it's 
I, I find, you know, again, it's one of those things where we nitpick the details instead of saying, right. why did this become the sensation that it became? When you have a guy in, in, in this nursing home attack just punching this guy. Now, this was in Michigan, so I'm not really going to talk in detail about it. But, I mean, just as, a, just as an example, a counterexample, he's punching this old guy repeatedly in the head, in the body. Uh, th- this is a young man. Uh, you know, Jaden Hayden is his name. Boy, that's funny. Uh, and he self-filmed this. Where, yeah, he's 20 years old, and he and he was, you know, when they started putting COVID people uh, in with the nursing homes, he he was in there with COVID. I guess it was a COVID unit, and he just and he punched this guy, and he just beat him to a bloody pulp. And he's an old man lying in bed. Not he can't right. even defend himself. This goes on for several minutes. It's more to me. I find that more egregious than anything I've seen on video, and it's certainly worse than that. How, how is there a video of that? He did it himself. <laughs> what? Why? Because he's a genius. Oh, so geez. he did get thrown in jail, but there's no outrage about it. And I'll tell you something else about this whole Karen thing. If you look at that situation, that uh, the 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 gentleman, Mr. Cooper, they were both named Cooper, which is weird. But he. Well, I gotta say another thing. No one's saying about he's, that. He, he is the Karen. He is the Karen here. That's all I was saying. Yeah, oh my God! Yes, he. Because that's what they're trying to say. Karens do. They're up everyone's business. They're in your shit. They're super annoying. He was the annoying guy. No, that's the thing. No one's saying. Okay, whether he was in the right. He's on, you know, you're supposed to uh, leash your dog. He was so annoying about it. She had a right to just get annoyed, okay? Maybe, And then she took it too far in the public opinion's sure. view. But yes, that's so funny. Yeah. He is Karen because he's the annoying Isn't that one. crazy? And then she gets called a Karen. She's just trying to walk yeah. with it. She's breaking the rules a little bit, you know, just like the, the people who uh, – were cooking out in the wrong area and they, they you remember that, but that's, that's yeah. how those came about, you know I mean? Like, so she's, uh, <clears throat> you know what? Maybe she might've had a point, you know, it doesn't matter anymore. You know, if you, if they, they don't want anybody calling the police for these, uh, for these minor things, but not, yeah. not on black people, only not on black people. A Karen has to be complaining about a black person. I don't know if you know that or not, but that, but a Karen is somebody who. It didn't start out that way. Now Karen means race. You know, it's intersectionality. But no, no, no. It did start out that way because of the, the woman who like called the police uh, on the, on the guys who were barbecuing in the park. They were barbecuing in the park as they normally did. And she called the police and that's when they started calling people Karens. That was the first instance of Karen. Yeah, that and and there there was another one that was like like close to that, but it was also people of uh, well, black people, and they that's that, that is an indispensable element of it. It had you have to be now that you could maybe extend it now to just mean like kind of a pain in the ass woman who. That's what I thought it was. I didn't know it. It began with a, a, a race. No, no the race. No, the race element it. is is endemic to it. That that and now it's. It, oh, it, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, that's it, well, that's why. But see, that's my thing. Uh, that's my opinion anyway. That's why it has become such a big uh, issue. You know, that's why it's become such a big thing because you know the race is is was and always will be the number one problem. Uh, for, you know, certain, in the minds of, of a lot of people. Look, yeah, 
Look, the the most effective way, some things never change. Anal and oral are the most effective. Hey, it's Pat Dixon. Uh, I hope you're enjoying the show. And but you never notice this show doesn't have any ads. I guess this is kind of an ad, but you know what? Maybe it's less irritating. Go to patreon.com slash patdixonnyc. Uh, a lot of uh, fans already have, and you get great content, okay? Thanks for supporting uh, New York City Crime Report on patreon.com. It's, it's patreon.com slash patdixonnyc. Is it over?